hard work without giving away unemployment benefits that you're trying to get back now. Why we're doing by fraud? Whoa, 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 whoa! Working hard, doing, doing what, doing what Mama and Daddy taught you when you were young. White privilege. Get up in the morning, go to work. White privilege. White privilege. You can say it all day long. It's not enough. We got Ron DeSantis. Bro, we got Greg. Stop Abbott, fucking Ron yelling DeSantis. at me. No, Stop fucking yelling at me. Listen, I can't fucking even hear myself. Live downtown Detroit, it's no BS news hour with my main man, Tony. If incompetence were a crime, Attorney General Dana Nessel would be in prison for her handling of Flint. Y'all remember Flint. Thousands poisoned, an untold number dead, all because a grubby group of politicals and lawyers up there wanted to make money on a new and totally unnecessary water utility. The outrage lasted for months. Months. And now it's over. It's highly probable that anyone will ever serve a single day behind bars now that the Supreme Court has refused to grant Nestle's office another shortcut. Genesee County Judge Elizabeth Kelly ordered Nestle's office last year to go back and create an independent taint team to determine whether documents her office seized from defendants violated their attorney-client privilege. If you don't know what taint team is, think Trump and the Mar-a-Lago raid. Nestle's team was warned of a need for a taint team, but ignored that advice because they're hacks. Nestle's office fought Kelly's ruling, arguing it would take two years and about 40 million more dollars to review some 20 million documents they had taken. A three-judge court of appeals panel upheld Kelly's order in March. Then two weeks ago, the Supreme Court refused to hear Nestle's appeal. And so, I'm sorry, Flint, no justice. Let me take you back to 2018 when candidate Nestle exploited the mass poisoning of Vehicle City for personal political gain. Nestle claimed the work done by Special Prosecutor Todd Flood and lead investigator Andy Arena was incompetent. She even insinuated that the pair were lining their pockets with taxpayer money. Now, you all remember in his career as an FBI special agent in charge, Arena took on Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick, members of the Gambino Crime Syndicate, and Ohio Congressman James Trafficant, which to this day remains the biggest corruption conviction case in the history of the United States. Candidate Nessel promised then, if elected, she would fire both Flood and Arena and tank their, quote, politically charged show trials. And Attorney General Nessel kept that promise. She dropped all the charges against eight public officials, including two emergency managers in 2019, and started over. That's when cooperating witnesses stopped cooperating, and Nessel's inexperienced team, Bumbleheads, led by Solicitor General Fadwa Hamoud, who never tried a case in court in her life, they started taking shortcuts. Instead of holding preliminary examinations, Nestle's office used a one-man grand jury to charge former Governor Rick Snyder with willful neglect, a misdemeanor, basically a jaywalking ticket, 
as well as recharging several others with a new round of the same indictments of manslaughter and misconduct. The Michigan Supreme Court ruled this summer that a one-man grand jury doesn't have the power to issue indictments. So Nestle's team argues that while the Supreme Court ruled the one-man grand jury may not issue indictments, his findings can still be used by her to seek a warrant, which maybe he should have done in the first place. But the problem there is that those findings may have been influenced by the tainted evidence. You get me? You get how stupid this is? Yep. Now, Judge Kelly said she will issue her findings in writing, which is weird. Because they don't want the press in the courtroom, Flint, to let you know how badly this has gone. And one hopes Judge Kelly issues those findings before the November election so we can make our mind up about Attorney General Nessel. Mm -hmm. Despite assurances from Nessel's office claiming things are moving forward, people in the legal world know time is running out. The switch to the Flint River is a source of drinking water for 85,000 of our people happened almost more than, more than eight years ago. Evidence has grown cold and memories have grown dark and the statue of limitations is creeping up depending on the person and the charges. So it's worth saying again, it's doubtful anyone spends a day behind bars. And Andy Arena says he doesn't think anybody will. And I'm gonna quote him. Listen to what Andy Arena says. Justice for the people in the city of Flint, they're not getting justice. Arena says, he had built a compelling case showing the architects of the alternative water plant were less than forthright in what they could deliver. But that prong of the case was never pursued by Nestle's office. And if you all were listening to the show a couple weeks ago, Arena said, some of these guys, it wasn't their first rodeo. They'd been around. They'd done this before. They'll do it again. And trust me when I tell you, folks, they're all working at high-paying jobs right now. And you're struggling with the price of eggs. It's an election year, and Nestle, with every setback, shovels more lilacs on the mountain of dung she's created. She should be forced to explain herself. The people of Flint deserve at least that much. That's crazy, Charlie. More than eight years, and I don't know if even the judge's written findings should matter as much as what we already know that should that should have some weight on people's decisions on their perceptions on their opinions and on any actions that they take going forward we shouldn't have to wait for that because everything is obvious that makes no sense man this woman ran on flint that was the deal yep. and you she shit the fucking bag big time yeah but are people paying attention to this, Charlie? I mean, it's something Something was supposed to happen. It's not the people's fault, Karen. And I'm not saying it's No, but fault. we're not going to do that every time on this program. Like, is it the people's fault? It's no. fucking Nestle's fault. It's her job. I understand that. It's the, it's the but mob it's in us. Flint that did this to the people of Flint. But it's up Flint. to us to hold her accountable. Then we'll do that today. And let's remember something. This does not equal an endorsement for Matt DiPerno, the Republican nutbag, <laughs> who, by the way, on election day, might be fa facing a magistrate of his own, right, 
for illegally obtaining voting machines and a whole slew of other stuff. Tell you what, we'll save that for Monday. Okay. We'll take a little look at DePerno on Monday. At 12 noon. At 12 noon, right? That's live. You could always download this program because that's where the 80,000 people come from. They download on iTunes. Google uh, Podcast. Anywhere you can get a podcast. Well, where else? I mean, just in All case somebody's... It. Spotify, Stitcher. Okay. Everywhere. Right. Podcasts right. are sold for free. <laughs> and you can find us on YouTube and Face, my so Facebook, Karen Posa. We get in shadow banned, but yeah, big time. S- still the metrics are unbelievable. They yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Be- because we... Because these dirt... These Sweet. dirty parties. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they they, they, they they got the way they manipulate stuff. And if you, you look, we tell the truth. Most of our stuff goes around as, you know, mainstream news after we're done with it. You know what I mean? So what's the problem over here? I know you're trying to win an election. Yeah. Yep. Busy stealing our images. At any expense. Right? Yeah, exactly. Governor can't talk to us, but it's funny how we're chummy. Yeah, that was crazy. When we deliver a, uh, you know, a beautiful interview with Tudor Dixon and then all of a sudden we're being used. Man. It's Man. convenient for their narrative, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Eric Mays, are you with us? I'm here and I've been listening. This is uh, Eric Mays, the city council president of the great city of Flint, who was going to join us virtually so you could see it because he's a very handsome man, very, very rugged. He <laughs> was an athlete back in his days in Michigan State. but uh, I used to be the president. Oh, you! Oh, what happened? Uh, you had a coup. Oh, okay. See, when y'all talk about Flint and you talk about Nestle, I don't say Nestle without saying the name Gretchen Whitmer in the same um, sentence. Because if you look back at the politics of her elections, and she played on Flint too, um, I think the record will show that Snyder had endorsed her. It's a group of folks that deal with politics in Michigan. Todd Flood had handed them that prosecution on a silver platter. They should have kept him right there involved. It's been sworn testimony. I sit in court and listened to, listen to it as it relates to fraudulent bonds, administrative consent orders. Um, everything was set. In my political opinion, folks started not giving us justice during the campaign. The last time I sat with Gretchen Whitmer was when she was asking for votes. I've sat through two councils, three mayors, and ain't seen a sense. It's, it's the <laughs> politics wow. of this Flint water crisis reeks. We've had a mayor come and go. I'm the, consist- I'm the consistent one. I'm in my 10th year. I was the councilman of the water crisis. That's how I met you, Charlie. And I'm telling you, these people, civil and criminal, then blew this whole thing, messed it up. And it's done. Is I it... strategized to help get it going. And, 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 and Eric, it's it's done, right? I mean, you're if anybody's closer to this than you, I don't know who it is. You, you served on the Karagandi Water Authority. You were the city council president. Uh, I, I met you early on. You were trying to get some some data about uh, legionnaires, legionellas, what people should do. You know it's done. Is it done? Let me say this. I'm old school. 
no justice, no peace. So I don't know if you're talking about done for them, but with me, no justice, no peace. It ain't done for me. Give me here, let me uh, let me let me say this here. Know, be, be, when be, it comes to, when it comes to what you're referring to, the prosecution, they done screwed it up. The civil suit, they settled for peanuts and then structured it where people ain't going to get their money. Yeah, right. Has anybody gotten a nickel of the settlement money yet? Yes or no? Uh, no justice, no peace. It ain't done for me. Did anybody get a check yet from that two-bit settlement where the lawyers got $220 million? Has anybody gotten a check? No. No. Gretchen Whitmer, Neely, and five other council people, maybe they didn't got their check. Maybe they getting their pats on the back. But when them checks hit, it's going to be some pissed off people in Flint because of how they structured the civil settlement, Charlie. Let me do this, Eric. Let me, let me just let everybody know that uh, Eric Mays is uh, brought to you by Luke Nowacki. This, by the way, is a Flint original tune. Reminding you overreacts is not a strategy for the long-term investor. Neither is burying your head in the sand and hoping it all turns out. Call Luke Nowak. He came over to my house last night. We discussed the interest rates, inflation. We did the whole thing. You two love numbers. Yeah, I called him at 248-663-4748. We talked rationally. We talked inflation, interest rates. What's the move? Do you even do you hold your money in the bank? What did he say? But call him. I'm not. I'm not saying. Free consultation, Karen. Just call him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get the advice. Get the strategy. Call Luke Nowak at Pinnacle Wealth. 248-663-4748. And also, keep this playing. Mind you, the people at Legacy Partners Insurance, when you watch TV and you're bombarded with insurance ads promising to save you money. But if you really want to save money, you need to come to the new sponsor of ours, Legacy Partners Insurance. I'm telling you, I've been telling you how they can help you with Medicare. And now I'm going to tell you how they can save you money on all your insurance needs, all of it. Your home, your car, your boat, your RV, your motorcycle, whatever it is. They came over. They're saving me a grand a year. And my coverage is higher. Much, much higher. Six figures higher. So the party is at your house, Charlie. (laughs) Everybody comes to your house and fixes your life. And if they tear it up, I'm insured for more than I ever could have imagined. And And I'm buying because I saved the grand scheme. (laughs) They're independent, so they shop between 7 and 10 carries for your insurance and find the best deal. You don't pay. You don't pay. And when you get their quote, you'll be mad that you didn't do this earlier. So here's what I need you to do. 586 209 4106. Tell them I sent you one more time. Legacy Partners, 586 209 4106. Tell them I sent you. And there's some bullshit about a $50 gift card, but I'm not even going to insult you don't with that. Don't say that, Charlie. No, I'm just saying it. $50 can buy half no, a ticket gas you, you for don't, somebody. You, you don't get the gift card. You well, get you in doing? the drawing for the gift card. Oh, yeah, no, we don't do that. This ain't the Mega Millions. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kurt, this ain't the Mega Millions, man. I, I'm, 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 I don't care about that. So you're the guinea pig for all the sponsors. You test them out and make sure that they're legitimate businesses. I insist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I insist. Because look, makes sense. things go wrong in everybody's life, right? Things can go wrong in anybody's life. That's true. Right? So I want to know for myself, before I say to anybody else, I find it to be legitimate. The thing I'm reading to you, I found to be true, right? And that's how I want to roll. That's why you will see no political ads 
on these airwaves. You'll see us in political ads. <laughs> Not by choice. But that we don't do it. Okay, right? that's fair enough. That's what it, smart shows do. That's fair enough. And it's, you know, it's sort of a bond between the listeners, which is the community. It's our friends. Mm-hmm. It's our frenemies. Well, I always say, and I've always said this, Charlie, about you, even from back way in the day, you do your homework. And so you do your homework on the stories that you report. You do your homework on the interviews that you conduct. And you do your homework on the sponsors that you accept. That's fair enough. That's and, consistent. And I believe in them because they came to me. I asked a lot of questions. Uh, they asked questions of me, and it turned out to be true. All it right. turned out to be fair true. Fair enough. Okay. So, my, Eric, you there, bro? Did we lose him? No, you talking. You, you, yeah, you, you, we're back, man. Yeah, we put you in the middle of a commercial. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Way to do that with dignity. So now, I want to talk about something else about, I want to ask you this, because I've been doing some research in Flint, okay? Policing. I'm getting too many calls from my peeps out there in Flint where they call 911 and nothing happens. So I got sources over there. We put in a FOIA. Uh, Hippie Jesus put it in. We want... All the 911 calls to the Flint Police Department, we want the response, the response time, we want mm-hmm. the time of day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was there an arrest? That should all be right there. They told us, well, you know, we know the law says you got three weeks, but we're not gonna be able to do that because we're so overwhelmed with an election coming. Oh, God. With an election coming. Because this is what I'm hearing, Eric. I wanna know if this is what you're hearing. Cops are driving around in cars, with no computers, no radios, uh, they got a ration tasers. They don't all have a taser. And here's what I'm hearing, Eric, unrehearsed. I'm hearing from inside the Flint police, that's why I want the 911 calls, that on a lot of the 911 calls, like shots fired that they don't respond to, they just cancel them. Hmm. Just canceling shots fired calls. Have you- I represent it. In my ward, I represent over 8,000 people. You researching it, and I'm getting the calls from the people. I mean, I call 911 and still can't get responses sometimes. You might call the police on a Tuesday. They might show up on a Wednesday or a Thursday. It's crazy. You got a mayor down here who I thought I knew, and I come to find out from CNN and Fox that I thought he had a degree and he'd been lying about that. And they put Whitmer's name in there with him, who she endorsed. This crowd of politicians out of Lansing got them screwed up the water crisis. We got $74 million from COVID. It was 94 originally. For a town like Flint, we should have been and fixed the police department. The police department is broke. It is totally broke. And I know this. I and found in. I found this out in my trap because I'm I'm trying to work for you, Flint, because Flint is America. I found out that the Genesee County Sheriff was commissioned by the powers that be, given a grant of a couple million bucks, to patrol like the nice parts in town, right? Like the you know, the the rich parts, the colleges and, and the main street. And since then, crime in that district has fallen precipitously, right? Which is a good thing. That makes sense. But the mayor, those statistics aren't shared. 
Like the, the Flint, basically Flint crime statistics only compromise 85% of the city, right? Because the other 15 oh, wow. aren't even policed by Flint. Got it. Okay. Police, right? But having said that, the sheriff's department is responding and bringing crime down. For 15% of this area. So we all remember Pontiac. Another another uh, sister community, Detroit, Flint, Pontiac, Detroit, Saginaw, Bay City. Mm. We're the corridor of pain right here. You know what I mean? Mm. And what would they do in Pontiac? They disbanded the police. The police were hired by the Oakland County Sheriff. And Pontiac's livable to some degree. I mean, is that a possibility there, uh, Eric? Folding the Flint police well, into the sheriff? Okay. Let me say this. Before I look at disbanding the Flint Police Department. I look at a new mayor, a new chief of police, using some of this $74 million to make sure the cars is equipped properly, to make sure you got enough manpower on the street, cameras, different stuff can be used, and we can fix some stuff. So I want to try to fix it internally where it's broke before I go to giving the police department away to the county. I hear you. I'm sure the county want to take all of Flint. They've, they've messed up trying to take control of the water. So, so what you're I'm saying is, shy. what you're saying is fix the shit. Giving Flint away when stuff can be fixed. S fix the shit is what you're saying, right? Fix the shit. You said better than I do in two words. So three. three. <laughs> and I can talk like that publicly or privately. Go ahead, give me that, you know, so we can use it for a... Yeah, this ain't no rocket science, man. <laughs> this ain't no, it ain't no rocket science. Stop stealing. Yeah, things. you got people telling hats, lies and half-truths trying to deal with politics and elections. The city attorney... If Ian on it trying to keep his job, that's probably what's holding up your freedom of information request. Just lawless. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're not going to get into it, but I'm aware of what went on with that, uh, you know, half a million dollar automobile contract. That was a whole nother one, wasn't it, bro? <laughs> this ain't the first what I call bid rigging we had an investigative hearing with subpoenas on the garbage contract got sworn testimony just like Todd Flood had with the water and then these new council people and cronies came in and dropped the hearing um what you're referring to is the second um smelly look of bid rigging because they came before council and told us this wasn't a note we hand-delivered the request for proposals to each dealership and Indeed. What I meant was, <laughs> basically, they took some of this COVID money and the city needed cars and then, and the mayor and the city council and everybody was saying, yeah, we put out a, a call for proposal from different dealerships. It turns out it's not true. It's a whole mess up there. So, the table. I'm wondering, is it money 
under and behind the table the way some of this stuff is going. I'm telling people you. People are self-centered. <laughs> They're not concentrating on serving the people. Mm. They're trying to serve themselves and telling half-truths and lies trying to get there. Fact of the, the matter, fact of the matter is this. Fact of the matter is this. Let's just do this real quick. Flint, you got ripped off on the water. Flint, you got ripped off on the pipe replacement. Flint, they tried to rip you off on the garbage. Flint, they tried to rip you off on the uh, on the cars. Flint, wake up. Don't take it. Fix the shit. Okay, now, Eric, you just hang with us a minute here. Let me tell you what's happening in Detroit. Hmm. It's not the best PR, but I Too have to. Big of a city for me, I can't hardly have no clip, but I'm listening. <laughs> for the first time in its history, this morning around 5:30 a.m., American Coney Island was broken into. First time in its history, because it used to be open 24 hours, so you can't break into a place that's open. But it's not now because things have happened over the last couple of years. These assholes stole a cash register with nothing in it. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't recount. know any business owners anywhere that leave cash in it. You don't leave money in the till. No, no, no unless, unless it's like Mayberry. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they took it. Uh, there's some video. If you're listening, you won't be able to see it. If you're watching, you won't be able to see it. It's pretty murky. But they pull up. What kind of car is that? Uh, looks like a BMW, a brand new white BMW. Probably stolen. Most likely. And you see a guy there, uh, if you can make it out, smashing in the side door with a, a rock. rock, piece of concrete. Yeah. And then he throws the rock back out, and the chick whose head's all wrapped up, he throws it on her foot. And then uh, you can see her <laughs> limping around. <laughs> She's limping around. All right. Then he gives her the empty cash register, which, how are you going to open it, dude, with a blowtorch? What are you like? What, what are you like? You know what I mean? Bugsy Siegel here? What are you, going to crack to say? So she's dragging this, yeah. this fucking cash she's register. Limping. She goes to the car limping. Up, oh, the car's locked. <laughs> Go to the front. Back door. Front door's open. Yeah. All right. Well, here's, here's the point. Here's the point, Eric, and friends out there and Karen and Mark. This mayor up down here in Detroit is full of shit. The car show. We're in the middle of the car show that nobody's going to. He's promised this magnificent turnaround that y'all want to believe, and we're trying to do better for all of us by telling you the truth. Here's the truth. Worked all day to nail this down just to give you one minute of truth. In all of downtown Detroit, the only place everybody goes after 11 o'clock on a weeknight, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, there are no police patrolling. Sorry, oops, cat's out of the bag. Sorry about that, Chief. The people have a right to know. There are no police assigned to patrol after 11. This that's, is that's unreal. Insane. That's, un that's insane. Tell me what town that's even possible in, much less one of the most violent cities in America. Mayberry? Hey, uh, Eric, um, your downtown is patrolled. Well, at least, at least there's a cruiser going through on a schedule in your city, not here. You think so? Well, I, no, I don't. <laughs> I, no, there's not. It's the sheriff. 
Fuck me. Yeah, like you said. Well, that's not in the neighborhood. Probably that's a contract with just the downtown area. Yeah, but we don't even they got care that. They more about downtown area than they do the residents. Now, Most of the crime is in the neighborhood. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of why they're not down here, but they're not enough police even in our neighborhoods. A cop a day is quitting, and that doesn't re- include those who are retiring. But, but what, once upon a time downtown was where you found all police officers yeah. regardless we have the auto show taking place right now greek town was always you know a buzz of activity and we constantly hear you know with all the new development all the new people coming in downtown all the new restaurants all the new stuff going on downtown so if that's the case it wouldn't make sense to pull away no, we're not that police, far, yeah. but but I'm saying it, 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 it doesn't make sense. So it's got to be one way or the other. We and, don't have them, man. Well, I understand. I mean, where's the miracle, man? <laughs> I've been spent, It was a miracle. We went bankrupt, mm-hmm. and somehow giving billionaires lots of dough and the schools less dough is going to make it a better town. Huh. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, no, no, no. That's the narrative, and that's why. You know, we're smarter than you know. The, like you, you talk about, Eric, I think it's quite clear. You, you could put a Republican, you could put a Democrat, you could put them in a bag, shake them up, roll it out, and the <laughs> same fucking thing comes out of that bag is a creature from the smoke-filled back room. That's true. It's, it's crazy. I don't see why politicians, some of them, fail they subtle. Why they don't know how to do their job? It's a check and balance government. If the mayor ain't doing it, somebody from the council, the majority of the council, should step up and set policy and allocate resources. I'm struggling here on under my third council, and the mayor is self-centered. We got some similar problems. That area you talking about that ain't policed in Detroit. Um, I don't want to shed negative light on Flint, but we see some similarities. Public safety should be number one for any city. I'm just going to jump in there. I mean, it's not negative light to tell the people the truth about the lives they're living. That's what a, a, a public servant such as a city council person or a reporter or a chief of staff care. And this is what we, we asked. Well, Mark. I was but just going to say, Eric gets it, though. Public safety is paramount. It begins there. If you want to build yeah. anything, people want to feel safe. Well, and especially Period. given the fact that, you know, for decades, the city of Detroit was yeah, known yeah. as the murder capital. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we've seen where after we lost Still residency is. in 1999, police officers no longer had to occupy two residences, you know, or pretend like they lived in Detroit. Everybody moved out. And, and and that's part of what a city is supposed to provide. Well, and it doesn't, and people are moving out, and all that the mayor can do, Duggan, who said, he said it famously, and Karen, you've said it 10 times, if you said it once in this program, yep. judge me solely and ultimately by the population. Yep. Not a census has you going down 20,000, right? 20,000 this year, he said No, 25, no, 2020 20 to 30,000 between 2010 and 2020. And then they said last year, the estimate mm-hmm. was another 7,000. So the Teflon leprechaun 
Instead of facing the facts, what's he do? He tried to manipulate the Census Bureau. He held press conferences with Gary Peters, the weak-kneed senator who's, you know, in charge of that committee, and he didn't get what he wanted, so he's suing, and he's suing over the pension fund. His miracle is based on the fact that we didn't have to pay into the pension fund for 10 years. That was part of the bankruptcy settlement. Right. Now we're going to come up way short. But that, that balloon payment is coming due. I believe it's 20... Next year. Three, yeah, 24, 23. Yeah, it's got $220 million, and, uh The balloon payment and, is... And oblig pension obligation is, is coming due. Each and every year. Yep. Because when you mentioned Peters and Stabenow and here locally, TLD them, we had a guy in Washington, Elijah Cummings, who was helping us, but he died. It take a group effort. When you see that's so flint. The only guy giving a shit dies on you. Cities, Must have drank the water. The group of politicians ain't working together, and some of them don't get it. I can't. I, but you, some Rick's, of them yeah, do. I, I just, just all of them. Just all of them. Now, if you want to see what people really think, the auto show's back. Okay, and we. Uh, we sent Red and Hippie Jesus to the auto show, and they went on ADR's dime. ADR sponsoring this bit. Sorry, Barry. You're, <laughs> you're sponsoring this one, right? But let me tell you about ADR, their experience overseeing more than $250 million in private and public construction projects since 2001. ADR is competent. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR saved clients millions ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance and information technology. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Allen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. Get the job done right, on time, on budget. Get your shit fixed. ADR consultants, 248-318-9424. Uh, all right, let's see what they did. I This time... I didn't bust their ass. This time I'm not writing all the lines. This time I'm not editing this shit till two in the morning. Let's see what we got. I will have the right version up here. You know? <laughs> no, I think I do. Okay. The Motor City. Man, was this place something else. We used to be ground zero for the car industry. We were the shit here in Detroit. This was once a place where the world gathered to marvel at ingenuity and craftsmanship. Listen to Red's but today, TV guy voice. Today, the auto show seems like it's just an afterthought for the car company. So what happened? Remember when the auto show was in the cold month of January and overran with lots of people and lots of cars? Well, it's a sunny September now with less people, less cars, and a big-ass duck. I think one of the Jeep owners in Canada came up with the Duck Duck Jeep or getting ducked by Jeep or something like that. But it became this huge social media trend, you know, that hashtag and getting ducked. That's where we kind of came in the picture. So after Craig gave us the word on the bird, we ducked inside to check out the scene and ended up talking to <laughs> Jeep driving course <laughs> attendant made Lisa. Funny. How long you been working the auto show? Inside. Uh, this will be my second year. Okay. Oh, so you worked the one right before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing events like over 10 years, but auto show my second year. So the one before the pandemic, do you think that was a lot busier, a lot more people than the one this year? You mean before the pandemic? Yes, way more. Like the old school years ago, it was to be filled, packed. 
But you know the pandemic and COVID. Kind After of- taking a ride on Jeep's car coaster, we checked out some cars. There wasn't many. Hey, look, if you can't afford none of these nice new trucks, cars, and vehicles we've seen, you could always buy this nifty cargo van for a hot $45,000. That's right. It'll serve as two purposes, your home and your vehicle. Living down by the river. But lo and behold, I found something in my price range. (laughs) It's like a kitty car. It is. Do you think the summertime is affecting the attendance? Uh, I'm not sure what's affecting it this year. Maybe you should have asked what's affecting the attendance. It is in a warmer climate than January. It's just COVID just slowed everything down, really, to me. Oh, and also a lot of the big names, they kind of went out, you know, to other auto shows Mm -hmm. as well. I mean, to be quite honest, I could find a whole lot better to spend my 20 bucks on than to come down and look at the 14 or 15 cars they have with a couple big-ass hover-round vehicles and hover drones. Yeah, that's not bad. Did you go, Charlie? Have you been? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to write about that next week in my column of the Detroit News right. every Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. But, you know, I also heard from a couple officers that... Uh, were assigned to uh, the auto show that yeah the the attendance is down there there's nobody down there you know who's down there is a bunch of cops young cops standing around looking like they can't wait to run off to the suburbs I swear <laughs> to go home that'll be in my column you you get the idea yeah that's, that's kind of crazy because you can't say you know the weather it's outside i mean everybody talked about you know not wanting to you know trek through snow and everything to get there but if there's nothing down there to see and some of your more luxurious brands are gone um so you can kind of drive down eight mile or jefferson or past a car dealership if you just want to see new cars i mean you know you go down there to see something that you can't normally see i went to gm i went to you know, rensen Mm-hmm. World headquarters. You figured that'd be all. Yeah. You know, it's all outside. It's mm-hmm. all walking. Thing. Oh, by the way, they got music in Heart Plaza that, you know, uh, so a couple nice. of homeless were looking at in between, <laughs> you know, rooting through the garbage can and nobody in GM. Nobody hardly. It's really? One board cleaning lady. Where have all the people gone, Charlie? I, sh- I tell you what. So I, speaking of like people, we did a hold the onions. Karen and I held our, you know, our occasional lunch with some newsmakers you know pete lacido and adolf mongo like adolf the democrat pete the republican dynamic duo oh, yeah man what what kind of shit are you guys giving us there's nobody to choose from in this whole thing right but before we do that little breaking news fix it in post <laughs> little breaking news this just said Damn it. representative uh Lisa Slotkin, you remember her, mm-hmm. the Democrat from Michigan, who had to move out of her district because they redrew the lines and now her neighbors won't vote for her. So she went from, um, where is she, from Holly, the Oakland County. Up there, yeah. Yeah. She moved to Lansing. Okay, where'd she move? She moved into a condo owned by a lobbyist <laughs> who also happens to be one of her campaign donors. What? And the lobbyist is also registered to vote at that address, as is his son, and the lobbyist LLC is also registered as the place of business, so this must be one fucking hell of a condo (laughs) to accommodate all this. Now, you know, talking around to a few people, nobody's seen anybody come and go at this place. Mm, So are you still living on the family farm in Holly? 
Or are you living in this fake address? Wow. Because maybe you don't know, madam, as a congressperson, you don't even have to live in the district. It's not required. But here's the thing that I have. I have a document here which shows Ms. Slotkin's signature on a letter lobbying a federal agency on behalf of this lobbyist company hoping this you know company will continue to get contracts In a she's letter? she's the yeah it's right there look at that right wow. there that be your signature right there right now that's not smart at all no it's not and the debates tomorrow with her republican opponent uh, uh <laughs> tom barrett who you know is fiscally conservative he's a veteran uh, I, I don't know much about him. I don't know if he's a crackpot, stop the stealer, or whatever he is. I, I'm just saying. That's uh, uh, <laughs> bullshit. Give it a look. That's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Okay, now to be fair, John James, the you know the Republican running for the congressional seat in Macomb, mm -hmm. still lives in, uh, what's Farmington Hills? What is that? Is that Oakland County? Oakland. Mm -hmm. He still lives in Oakland County. But if he doesn't have to be in the district, then that's okay. I know, but he says this. If I win, okay, that's I'll fair move enough. to Macomb. But, you know, I don't want <laughs> to move minute, to Macomb. That, wait a minute. But at least he's being honest. He's not, he's not pretending. Well, to, to, Can we find a guy from Macomb? But wait a minute. He's not pretending to, to live Thank someplace yep. to get, get the votes. He's going to say, hey, if you want me, I'll come. If not, I'm going to stay where oh, I am. Well, geez, how about like, you know, you come live with me and maybe I'll want you. Or maybe not. So I guess why move? Stay the night. Cook some fucking eggs for me. <laughs> Better than living in a lobbyist department. Apartment. Period. Wow. There's a lot to that. I'm not even going to have that conversation. And then it begs the question, where'd everybody else go? Like Rashida Tlaib. Every, <laughs> every time she moved into a place, I busted her for cheating on the fucking taxes. She still owes the city for renting out a, you know, an empowerment zone home that mm -hmm. she said she lived in. You can't get that tax credit. She never answered it. She moved. Where'd Debbie Dingle move to? Hmm. Oh, where? Oh, by the way. Haley Stevens, where are you? <laughs> hmm. You moved in. You got married. Maybe things are on the rocks. Maybe mm. you don't live there anymore. We're entitled to know this shit. Maybe she's at the condo. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking pajama party up there. <laughs> Some kind of party. A slumber party. <laughs> yeah. me, I know how to barbecue. <laughs> a lobbyist slumber party. I know how to barbecue. Should you ever notice that two guys who don't do shit? They don't cook. They don't shop. They don't do dick. They don't do the dishes. All of a sudden, when it's barbecue. summertime, they know how to barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's, it's the easiest thing to only, do. Only I know how yeah, to barbecue. Exactly. Come on. Sorry, right. guys, do. Well, speaking of like, you know, nice crispy dogs on the grill, this is the latest installment of Hold the Onions at the American Coney. Oh, by the way, uh, got those reports, you know, the mm -hmm. buildings and health and clean machine and the bathrooms are clean. everything like you go look it up people told you so but anyway adolf mongo pete lacido let's roll Uh, welcome back to Hold the Onions. With us, Macomb County Prosecutor, Free Lunch Pete Lacido, Republican, on the left, the Democratic, political hitman, Adolph Mongo. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Charlie? Well, at least we left your hot dog there. <laughs> hey, man. And of course, Karen Dumas. 
right, let's keep this tight. Uh, look, we, we've now um, gone past Labor Day. It's the political season, right? You're a Republican. Your party's a stinking mess. You're a Democrat. Your party's a stinking mess. Tell me what's no, wrong. Tell me what's wrong with his party. A, a, a bunch of looney tunes, <laughs> bigots, racists, you name it. That 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 whole listen. It makes give me the can. Give me the candidates. I mean, I'm talking about the candidates. Oh, the candidate, Tommy General, Matt Diperno. Yeah, uh, the secretary of Tony Ticks. Christine Karama. Right, and then you got Tudor Dixon. Who don't have a clue, don't have a clue, and now I know she regrets giving all these interviews to get the, you know, where people can get to know her. Now it's coming back to bite her in the ass. You mean the her stance on abortion? Yes. Like no abortion in any case except the last. Listen, I'm pro-choice. That means that if you want to have an abortion, fine. If you don't want to have an abortion, that's fine with me too. So does it cost her? I mean, you're the, you're the guy that got Figer. If Figer wanted to be governor, he would have been, and you're the guy that got him there. Yeah. You're the guy that got Kwame Kilpatrick reelected. Yeah. Right? And so I understand. So you, you so know. So I understand. 1998, when the Democrats got swept, except for uh, Jennifer Granholm, because she uh, cut her ties with Figer from the ticket, this is what's going to happen to uh, the Republicans right now. It's a, a repeat of 98. They got a, a cement block tied to their ankles, and they're going to everything's drop them go, into Detroit. Everything's River. going wrong, Pete. And yet, according to the polls, if, if it was today, if the polls are be, to be believed, the Republicans are going to get swept. So we're going to go back to it. Tell me what's wrong with that group of people, the, the big three uh, for the Democrats, Whitmer, Nestle, Benson. Well, they used to say that, you know, the story is told by what you've produced. What did they produce? Let's hear about the reality. She said she's going to fix the roads. She indicated that she's going to come down to Detroit and she's going to help out the poor and those that are needed here in Detroit. I haven't seen her at all here in Detroit except Look, for the Look, they're in the background fixing the roads. Down here right now. And that was to meet the president who they're both, I guess, holding hands going somewhere. It ain't going to where I'm going. Okay, but, you know, there's a balanced budget. Who cares? I mean... When they give you all that federal dough... It's really easy to balance the books when you're getting all these handouts. Those handouts are what's causing the recession. To, it's already been in play. I actually believe that. Absolutely. But the, the, yeah, books, are, the books are always balanced on paper for the city, for the state. It doesn't matter who's in office. But are you both so party loyal that you ignore the shortcomings of the people who represent no. those parties? No, no. So, so good question. Here, that, we both agree on that. So go ahead. No. Tell me what's wrong with your party, and you tell me what's wrong with your party. Well, That's what you know she's what? asking. What's wrong with the Democratic Party? Yeah, yeah. Well, they take they take the strongest base, and that's black folks for granted. There's no question but don't about you let it. Them know? Oh, oh yeah, we let them because we got some jackleg preachers who they pay a couple dollars to. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like the Pied Piper, and then. And, and then you got Republicans saying, oh, you should come over uh, to the Republican Party. Listen, my, my family were Republicans long before they turned Democrats. But then the Republicans went rogue, the Dixiecrats stole the party, and now we got the Looney Tune Trump people who stole the Republican Party, and people like Tom Leonard and Dick Posthumus, even Rick Snyder look human. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the, the old you school know, reasonable. Right, yeah, that's no question. Because you got these folks, they want to steal 
uh, the ballots. Remind me, read read up on the. History. You're supposed to be yeah. telling me what's wrong with the Democrats. Well, the Democrats don't. They, they take they yeah. Democrats take. Black people for granted. We they tough. Pat you on the head and go. Look, I'll come. Yeah. I'll come because you don't have anywhere to go. But but because you don't have anywhere to go because you can't go to the Republican. Well, party. here's the thing: the the, Repu the the working class white people figured out the, the Republicans were doing the same thing to them, so they blew the party up. Do, do you think the Democratic Party gonna no. fracture? No, no. We ain't got nowhere to go. We pigeonhole right. Uh, I'm supporting. Uh, Whitmer, Dana Nassau, uh, yeah, I'm support. I'm like supporting this? the ticket. Like this? I'm supporting them. But you're like, supporting like them because though. of your party loyalty, though, Adolf. And I'm not I, saying no, I'm not a registered I'm Democrat. Not, I'm not saying that's a no, bad thing. But I vote Democrat more than I, re I, I, I vote Republican. I split tickets. Pete, what's wrong with your party? Why, why the hell aren't you going to take leadership, a seat possibly? Failure and leadership all the way. From the head down, we talked about it. A fish rots from the head down. And if the leader of the Republican Party at the top is MIA, I, I don't even know where he's at. Is that true? It's going to have an effect. I, th I think he's got a new fish right from the belly. On. Well, whatever the dishwasher, the dishwasher washes out, the reality is if you don't have proper leadership from the top, you're going to have a, a fractured dog, a broken party. It's fractured. It's two-sided. There is those that believe in the Republican values, such as myself. Which is what? Oh, come on. It's the same as... Um, you mean vote to send my factory no, no, out no, of town? No, 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 no. vote to send my factory to China? Hard you mean work, cut first the tax of all. The rich? Hard work without giving away unemployment benefits that you're trying to get back now. Why we're done by fraud. Why Whoa, 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 whoa. Working hard. Doing, doing, what, doing what mama and daddy taught white, you when you white, were young. White privilege. Get up in the white morning privilege. go to work. White privilege. White privilege. You can say it all day long. You say it enough. Listen, my uncle flew in the Tuskegee Airmen. He couldn't come back and get a fucking job at at at, at an airline. This That's is the problem. Privilege. This but is we, the problem. What? That's no, white privilege. He hasn't given me the chance to talk. You got white privilege. Yeah, but what? it's okay. I want to eat my hot dog at the same. Here's the reality. If you don't, if you don't go ahead and have proper leadership, you're not going to know what direction you're going in. See, I, th I think Democrats fuel dependency. And I think Republicans, while they encourage responsibility, they do so without the knowledge of connectivity to what it takes for people to be able to be responsible. You know, the whole pull your bootstraps up, not realizing or recognizing that people don't have access to boots. And I think that's the disconnect. Specific to black society. I didn't say well, black. Okay. I said Democrat. But I'm saying that. I'm gonna. That's going down the rabbit. Look, these parties suck because. They're parties, they're businesses. They tell us shit, right, that we want to hear, but they offer two extremes. No abortion under any circumstance or all the way up to nine months and your kid can have it and I don't have to tell you. So, like, the, the problem is so who these parties exist to get Charlie, who having abortions at nine months? Tell me. What? Well, what's Nobody's so why put it in, bro? So why put it in? Why isn't there? Why isn't there a date in that referendum? Six months, five months. Um, my fourteen-year-old daughter. I have to be notified that it's not actually a doctor. Listen, that, listen that this was, if we go back to the nineteen thirty-one law, listen. The same people that's against abortions, if their daughter get knocked up, they go take them to a doctor because they can pay for it. Well, that's right. So I yeah. should know that yeah. my daughter's going to a doctor. Yeah. Now, listen, yeah. um, let's take a quick break and come back and just look at the, each race. Governor, 
Attorney General, Secretary of State. We'll, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. The top rated realtors in Michigan have said that our five-star certified pre-approval is a game changer to the home buying process. Hall Financial's focus on speed and client service allows you to take on the housing market and win. When you're ready to purchase your new home, you need to make Hall Financial your first call. The mortgage company realtors trust and buyers love. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with us at callhallfirst.com. American Coney Island. So good, even Al Roker from the Today Show eats here. Not like that other guy, Al Joker, who eats at Lafayette. So make sure you're a Roker and not a Joker. American Coney Island. All right, look, let's do this. Let's do, let's do it quick. We just a few more minutes. Nice political lunch, by the way. It's, this is how political talk should go. Let's start with Governor. On one hand, you got Tudor Dixon. No money there. No real exposure there. Uh, she's been she's been shoved into. You're welcome for stealing my. Say you're back on again, Charlie. I'm back. Did you see that? I'm back on. The Democrats stole this show, and they're killing Tudor Dixon with it. Uh, nobody in the media is trying to push Gretchen Whitmer's record out there over the past three. Take the Constitution over the nursing homes, the fraud in the unemployment office. The, we is this the shittiest like campaign you've ever seen? No. I, 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 no. I would say yes, no. for a lot of reasons. When we were kids, just like I says, getting up in the morning, my mom and dad said money talks. They can't get a message out on the Republican side if you don't have any money. But when you got all the money, honey, that's when you can talk as much as you want and keep on talking. The reality is money does distort the view of the voter. And no one's going to tell me differently on top of it. If you got rid of parties, just got rid of them, there's no money being poured into the funnel in this big jug for Democrat and Republican. It would be better off going back and just being independent, allowing the parties to get out of the way and let the people decide who the people are to represent. We, we wasn't even founded on that. Money always been part of, the, uh, uh, of American society, whether you're a Federalist, a Republican Democrat with Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, but it's crazy now. It's been crazy. I know, but this is crazy now. It's been crazy. Listen, Republican Party, that's not the party. That's not the party that fought to abolish slavery. That wasn't the party that uh, gave jobs to deserving black people in the federal government. That, that this is not that party. This is a party of bigots, strong Thurman, John uh, Stennis. No, come on, no, dude. Like, like they you, laid the groundwork. You're like, you're like they 15 years. You're 15 no, years in the back. We got Greg Abbott. We got Ron DeSantis. Bro, we got Greg. Stop Abbott, fucking Ryan yelling at me. No, Stop fucking yelling at me. Listen, I can't fucking even hear myself. Well, no, no, I asked you a question you got about this race. I asked you a question about this race. This race. Same shit. Is Whitmer vulnerable? Like, why does Biden have to come to town? No, because you know what he got the there's there's some competitive races here. He wasn't he, he he wasn't holding Slotkin's hand yesterday. It don't matter. Okay, let's let's move to the next one. Let's move to the next one. We've got Secretary of State Dana Nessel, without doubt. And remember, I covered California. I covered New York. She's without doubt the most incompetent Attorney General I've ever seen. We could talk about Luann Simon at Michigan State in the Nasser case. Uh, the coach, she let turn himself in and he blew his brains out. Um, the Midland Dam. 
and now Flint. Flint's completely dead. Okay, now you got the pernos. You, that's yours, is Nassau. On your side is the perno. Let me give you this guy. Matt DePerno was fired for cheating on an expense account. He's accused of spreading false information by Republicans, by Republicans accusing him. You in the Senate, you guys did that. You were on that committee in 2020. Is that good? Under investigation for uh, gaining unauthorized access to vote tabulators. And if we can cut away for a second, this is the Republican nominee, Matt DePerno, telling a crowd last year he has a secret lab where they're running tests on these tabulators. And he's now up for investigation. Play a little bit of that, Byron. I can show you today, if I have a tabulator in front of me, uh, if I took it to my lab, which Secretary of State Benson is coming to find, I'm not going to tell you where it is. Uh, but if we went there, all of us crammed in a room, I could show you how to reopen an election, stuff a bunch of ballots into it, close out that election, and print off a tape that says November 3rd at 8.03 p.m. It's pretty simple. So let's say you're rigging the election at 3 in the morning and stuffing ballots in, in Wayne County. It's very easy to put those ballots in, print off a tape at the end of the, you know, early in the morning that says 8.03 p.m. It's very easy to do. Machine manipulation is easy within this context. So, okay, it could be on election day, DePerno's sitting in the can, or he's indicted, or he's in court. This is this is what this is so bad. The the, the universe that they exist in, I might have to vote communist. So how bad is DePerno? Is this guy a whack job? I didn't see that. Your on own the party, communist. Your, he, your own, is he a whack day. job? This guy. Here's the reality. You got to answer yes or no. No, whack job is not even a, a, a proper speech. Not even proper speech. Well, that's what Detroit. Well, welcome to Detroit. Yeah, loon. The reality is timing. I see that they're doing Trump going ahead. But I do, wait, pause. No, no, I'm no. not. No, because I'm not, you don't I, want to talk about I, timing. I actually listen to you know my uh, lunch cast and when I interview people. That's nice. You're trying to move it. Is this guy the best we can do? This is what we got, Charlie. I know. Well, what what's we your opinion do? on that? I, I got to tell you, the candidates that were vetted out yeah. during the process. It came down to Tom Leonard and Matt DiPerno. And? And the people that were at convention, which is another small group of individuals that are allowing somebody to be a statewide elect, go ahead and make that choice. I think that democracy is wrong. So he stinks. I think there should have always been, let me finish, Charlie, should have always no. been a primary. No. Should have always no. been a primary. Primary. Small Look, group of people we, should never decide we, we gotta, for the majority. We got it. We got it. So answer it, DePerno. Like, oh man, like you know this, what? Like it this. is what it is. Like, okay, it's it this, is, is what it is. Is this? It's not good. Matt DePerno is the nominee. Okay, Just it is. Like, I, I agree with him on the primary. I, I, no, I agree. I want to get. We, we we're finding common ground here. Yeah, but and I, you ain't gonna split it in. It, no, no, it's it's a lunch thing. And I just this wanna, is your world. We're passing I, through. I, I, I wanted your. I wanted your opinion. I bet you. On Nestle. They, they, just they the job that Nestle. She may I'm be fucked up, but she's my fucked up. I'm telling you, I'm supporting. But that's that's speech. That is right. I mean, at some point, do we start to look at reevaluating the process, looking at the candidates, and not supporting people? It used to be a primary. It used to be a primary, and and those party folks 
in both parties, Democrat and Republican, they decided we're not going to have a primary where I run for attorney general. I okay, run you for know what? Nobody cares about the inner workings of the damn party machine. That's but that's what you, you already made the statement. We're going to move on but because I'm not going to talk for an hour about the okay, Constitutional Convention. To. But that's what caused these problems. What caused the problems was the parties that you guys hold up don't deliver for us. That's the problem. Let's go to Secretary of State. Okay, you got Jocelyn Benson, who sent gazillions of absentee voter voter ballot applications out there, created the creeping distrust, okay? She hasn't cleaned up the voter rolls. She's done things like you can't carry firearms into the polling. She has no business being in that lane. And then you got Christine Caramo over here who thinks because porn dipped 8% on the pink pussycat march that all the women marching are sex addicts, watch porno, that uh, yoga satanic, that her husband's coming out saying she threatened to kill her own babies. doesn't know how the process works. I mean... Right? Communist? We vote in communist? No. Libertarian? No. Socialist? No. That's also why a lot of people no. don't vote anymore, Charlie, no. because of just this conversation in terms of what the choices well, are vote. on both sides. And I understand. I but voter apathy is at an all-time high because people feel like they really have <laughs> no I, viable I choice. I vote for the best. Uh, the best of the worst? Yeah. They, not, they all right with me. The process needs a revamp. It needs a redo. I, give it. Give that to me in, in a sentence. What would that look One like? Sentence. One sentence. Let's take away the parties. Let's go to a. Wait a second, Michael. No, Let's yeah. go to a primary of all top candidates. It doesn't matter. And how it looks, it's because they're buying off delegates both ways, and they're putting these individuals that are going to carry the tools for the parties. That's how. That's how the the white supremacists and down south. That's how they uh, cut black people out of uh, uh, winning uh, races. Uh, no this, party. This is no party. This is Michigan Lafayette, bro. It don't matter. Twenty twenty two. That's all I gotta say. Now, the reason go wrap up. The reason people that I would vote for, that I would like, that the, the choices I have, that they don't run, is because they whack you. I mean, it's not even worth it. Which brings me up to, you got a nice report about your workplace environment from the Democratic County Executive's office, uh, loudish, boorish. Uh, Whoever I am, yeah. the way they take me is the way they take me. But, uh, but on the other side, there, here comes a report. Okay, let, let's look no, in the no, penis. No, you know, how we, it's a witch hunt. It's all a bunch of nonsense. You didn't, you didn't take the workplace training no, course. No, I didn't take you, the you workplace training. You didn't take that. Because I, I, I opened it up and I looked at it. And I said, this isn't going to benefit anybody, I, including me. I, I, it's I, something that you buy out of a, a storybook and you put it online. You I agree with that? I, I, I'm just saying that too often, I mean, if you... Wait, you as a woman in politics, well, there's a report on this I'm guy. Not, I'm not saying that... And he should he take sensitive trade. You said no. I'm saying that he could not benefit from some counsel. I'm not saying that. Everybody does. If I could benefit from learning something, as Karen said, I'm all in. But when you take Need something, when that. you when you take something and put it on a computer-generated form, yeah. and said start reading, yeah, it's like uh, taking you sped and you had to take the test online. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win this shit? Uh, Democrats. You think the Republicans can take any of these three chairs? Democrats. I don't know. He's got the answer. I'm just here. Like I told you, this is your world. I'm passing. I don't even through. think Go he's blue. gonna vote for right. two today. Thank you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. I don't think he's gonna vote for Tudor Dixon. <laughs>
Oh, that's what he said about Lucido? That's what Adolph said about Pete. He said he's not even going to vote for Tudor Dixon. <laughs> but, Charlie, you hear everybody's trying to make the, the, the best of the worst. I mean, and that's that's a sad state. We're picking people that even people in their own parties don't want to pick, but they don't feel like they have a, a choice. We should not feel like we don't have a choice because we do. We can do better. We deserve better. We must do different. Oh, we must the good do old days when we Seriously. had like Richard Nixon and Jimmy <laughs> Carter. Oh, the good old days. We just need to get back to the good old days when it used to work well. Well. Oh, by the way, we're going now. Happy 60th birthday, Mr. Positive. Wow. Who I'm here to that? negatively report is falling apart. <laughs> what? Better days, Mr. Oh, Positive. Yeah, he calls me a lot. He's a good dude. Mr. Positive. He's a good dude. Who is that? As the name states. Okay, well, happy birthday. Mr. Positive. <laughs> he only talks to negative people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> there you go, Mr. P. Vote and vote often, as is the Detroit way. <laughs> See you next. See you Monday. Yeah.